beautiful people across the globe. We just want to welcome you to another edition of D-A-K-I-C-K-B-A-C-K, The Kickback, with Sharika, Sabrina, and E.B. What's good, Kickback family? I hope you guys are having a great day because I am definitely having a great day, a great week. November has been, um, I would say, more than good to me, and I am thankful just simply for being who I am. I know that kind of sounds egotistical and improper. Oh, no, it sounds sweet. But I am thankful for who I am and who God continues to create me to be. Um, To all the people who maybe this is your first time listening because somebody finally shared it with you, you've been missing out on about 81 or 82 great episodes of myself and two of my favorite people, Sharika and Sabrina, and you are listening to The Kickback And so my tip check is whatever is the perfect weather or the perfect temperature in your world, in your life, that is where I am today. Um, But I do have a um, song for y'all today. I'm not going to sing it, but I am going to hit y'all with a couple words from it because it's from the lovely um, T-Swift and Bleachers and Roosevelt um, called Anti-Hero. And it's um, it's entitled Antihero, but the part that really sticks out to me, and I'm not going to go to the part that's right after that because that part does not stick out to me, uh, but it's it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. At tea time, everybody agrees. I'll stare directly at the sun, but never in the mirror. It must be exhausting, always rooting for the antihero. Um, and I'll get into part of that later of why, I'm going, why I said that. I wonder if Sabrina knows she's not on mute right now. But, you know, people get a <laughs> voice, and that's great, too. I just wonder. I don't know. I don't know if you do, but you're not. Um, well. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for blessing the people with the, I guess you could say, the, the, I guess the tune of that song. Um, and we're grateful that, you know, you bless them people with it. So that's how I'm doing. But how are you guys doing? What song? What temperature? What do you want to share with the people on this beautiful day that they're listening to this pod? Well, first of all, you'd think after a year working from home, I'd know how to be put on mute, but still, I have a lot to learn. I actually did get those T-Swift tickets. That's Let's right. go. Phillips, verified fan pre-sale, got the email the day before. And honestly, I'm not going to lie. I really didn't know it was a big deal. I don't even remember signing up. I'm, I've been to like two or three Taylor Swift concerts thus far. So maybe that's how I was a verified fan. I don't know. But two of my friends were also verified fans. And we had just decided we would get the tickets through them because you get five to six. Then a crew of us would go. So when I got the email, I didn't even notice it. That was the middle of the day. But then that night, they sent me a text like, hey, you can buy your tickets tomorrow at 10. So I emailed it. I sent that to my two friends like, oh, ha ha, yay. We can buy our tickets tomorrow instead of Friday. And they're like, oh, my gosh, we're so excited that you did that because we didn't get one. So I was wow. like, wait, is this actually a thing? I thought they were just, you know how marketing goes. They try to like hype you up for stuff. So I was like, oh, well, okay. I guess I'm the person that will go in. So already our party or 12 went down to six because I can only get six tickets. And that's my husband and I, then I can only get four more. So I'm ready, but y'all, I got a big girl job. And when the job calls, I got to answer. So like at eight something that morning, my supervisor rearranged the schedule and our one-on-one was at 10. There was no way I was going to be trying to worry about some Taylor Swift tickets. As much as I love Taylor Swift, I do have a job and I 
am in a marriage where we are equal partners. We both bring home the bacon. So I can't lose my job trying to get, it was a, it was a type of meeting that I couldn't multitask. I needed to be fully present. So I text my friends like 10 minutes before 950. I'm like, I can't do it. Y'all I'm going to have to go, go to my one-on-one. And then our other friend was like, fine, I'll just sign in at like 1030. Just send me all your stuff. Ooh, Ticketmaster. I hope you don't hear this and try to get me. We weren't scamming, but <laughs> I definitely sent her all my information, my code. She was able to get in. She had to wait like four hours. By the time she was able to buy the ticket, there was like nothing left. Only section 308, which for me is fine because I'm not trying to pay a lot to see Taylor anyway. I did that one time. Wasn't a great experience. I was on the floor like right there. But like I said, the people had the kids on their shoulders and all that. And you know, I was just like, I will never spend this much again on this. Maybe Beyonce, because I doubt people will have like nine-year-olds on their shoulders there. That being said, I can't wait. April 15, I'm going back. And I know I've talked trash on the pod being like, oh, she just does the model walk. That's fine. It's more about the camaraderie, being with friends and the energy. And I do have all the albums and I love all the songs. And um, I just simply can't wait. But that's actually not my temp. Why my temp is so high. And my temp is very high today, but a very good high. Sunny and 75, not my usual fall chill. And that's because no less than two hours ago, two deputies left my house. And you know why those deputies were here? That's right, Chandler. This is an FU follow-up. Chandler, they got you, boo. It's over. They showed me the picture lineup. I, I knew exactly which one you were, pointed you out, and I could tell I got the right guy, and I could tell they already had you. Because a deputy is what happens is when you have to do a lineup, one deputy won't know anything about the case or anything. He's just there to show you the pictures. And he was like, you know, tell me I have six pictures. You tell me which one is him. I was so confident and he didn't make any moves about it. When they're leaving, he's like, oh, yeah, I did this because that deputy, he's on my case. He stepped outside. He comes back in. He's like, I did it. And they had a little secret exchange, but I could hear him be like, you know, she chose this number. And then he was like, that's them. They got him. And I was like, yes, secretly. But I was trying not to respond in a big way. I just want to say thank you to the law enforcement. I already said on the pod, I will black back the blue. It wasn't so much about getting rid of the police because I said, when they ask me who I'm going to call, I'm definitely calling 911. If you scam me, I'm definitely calling. <laughs> you know, I'm definitely going to file that report. It was more so about reallocating the police funds, which I still believe we need to do. Those deputies were awesome. I can tell they really cared about my situation and they were really like passionate about getting the case. So we'll see. I think we're, our money's even going to be run back. And it's great because I remember talking about the situation when it first happened and people being like, that's a loss. You just got to cut your losses. And I'm like, that's why, was it Michael Jordan who said in that documentary we saw, he was like, that's why you're not a winner. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you're you and you're not me. God bless me with that tenacious spirit. So certain situations, we're going to make it all the way to the finish line because I don't care how small, how little, especially if it's something about fairness or justice, we're going all the way. And Chandler, you're going all the way to jail. So my tip is bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? What you going to do when they come for you? Sharika, how are you feeling? I am tickled and thrilled after that, after that update. Uh, that was hilarious. And one thing people should know, don't try, don't cross, and don't come close to Sabrina because she don't play that, and she will come for you. I love it. I'm happy that justice will be served and that Chandler will be uh, behind the bars 
because it's just wrong to scam people. I'm not for scamming at all, but especially like working class, hardworking people that I'm sure, you know, don't got this extra money to be just throwing away. This man is out here scamming them. Now, if you were robbing hood, robbing from the rich to give to the poor, I'm not for that either, but I could understand it a little more. You're just being selfish and greedy and uncaring. And so Chandler, you get what you deserve. And I'm happy to hear that. My temp is annoyed. Okay. I'm just annoyed y'all. Why don't people read? Why don't people, um, listen? Like you tell you, I listen, this is a work gripe. So it has nothing to do with nothing, but also, you know, when you be at work and you be clear and saying this things very clearly and people who say they understand English and who English is their only language somehow don't understand that gets on my nerves as well as the people who come out of my neighborhood and try to cross six lanes and get in the left turning lane when we're right by the right turning lane if you want to turn left you need to go around it is too dangerous to be playing chicken and crossing six lanes to get across the street. So those are my gripes and complaints for today. Other than that, I'm doing very well. We are less than a week away from Thanksgiving, and I'm so excited. I will be seeing my godson at Thanksgiving, my other little nieces, and I can't wait that for them. Oh, and their parents too, but you know, it's about the kids. Can't wait to see them. So I'm excited and happy for the break and happy to be away from work and away from the people who don't understand or read or listen. So that's my temp. What's my, what's my song? Do I have a song? Oh, my temp is 74 and my song is, uh, oh, my song is goodness of God because God is good. And even though I have, have an attitude with these little gripes and that's my temp today, how are, how are y'all planning on spending your Thanksgiving? Hmm. Being thankful. I'm going to be with my in-laws, which is definitely a vibe. Shout out to uh, my grandma-in-law. She was down, but she was not out. That's right. The good Lord has helped her renew her strength. She fell and hurt. Well, she broke her hip. And, you know, there are whispers that grandma might, you know, not go back to her home, but she's there. And I got a text just now that she drove to two places today and went back home. So I'm like, I know that's right. You better be 89 living on your own and living your good life. So I will be there with her. I still won't eat that apple salad, grandma, but I will be there. Love you to pieces. Um, also, I wanted to share on Sharika's comment, just expound on it when it comes to robbing from the rich. And giving to the poor. I actually do believe, <laughs> I do believe in that. <laughs> Especially when it comes to our government. You can take all this stuff, all the money y'all been given to like CEOs and big banks to bail them out. You can run that right on down and pay off people's student loans. I just still want to talk about that passionately. Yes, mine are paid off, but I don't care. We all need to eat, okay? Help the little people. Care about the little people. And even with Chandler, I feel somewhat... I do have a slight edge of compassion because when he was here, he talked about now he was a very good liar. So I don't know. Maybe he lied, but he talked about having kids and he was like, never have kids. They're very stressful. You can't afford them. But he started having kids as a teenager. So I'm sure like his perspective is a little different from what mine would be as an adult with a 
full-time job and et cetera. There's a little compassion there, but also justice has to be served just like with God. You know, we do have to pay for our sins. The actions of our, the consequences of our action, a lot of times are realized, but there's also grace and compassion there. So the deputy told me a story about a lady who a contractor, y'all, he took $34,000 from her. Can you imagine? We weren't anywhere close to that. Right. So, and I didn't know that the cops, they have one, like this deputy's job, his job is contractor fraud. And he used to be a contractor. So my man knows all the details. And he was like 34,000 gutted the place, didn't do the work. So now your house is gutted. You're out of $34,000 or whatever. But this woman, oh my God, I don't want to start crying. Sometimes I can be a wimp. She was so compassionate. I, I'm guessing she must be a Christian because he just was ignoring her. She filed a police report when the police caught up with him. They, he called, they called, he called her crying being like, can I pay you like 10 grand this month? And then can I pay it out this way? I'm so sorry. They're telling me they're going to put me in jail for um, grand theft or whatever. And you know, that lady let him do it. So the mm. cop was just saying, you have that option. If the person's like, oh, you weren't kidding. I'll just pay you back so that they don't go to jail. But he was just saying, if you do that, you should get an attorney so that they really will follow their word. Because once you don't file that police report, they're not going to go back and file it for you if they go back on their word, you know. But I'd like to think I would have that same compassion. So Chandler, if you or your friends or family get wind of this, if you give us back our money, I will gladly drop the report. I'll pray you, you know, we'll never do this again. But having had family members who've been in the system, I know how hard it is to get back on your feet when you get out. I don't wish that on anybody. But also, you can't be going the scamming route. Sorry, I know I took us backwards when we're trying to move forward with the podcast. <laughs> no, I love it. I love okay. it. I love the compassion. But also, I feel like I would, lady, if he's, if you get it set up where he's going to pay you back, I would drop it. But also, I don't feel bad for him because, sir, we all got our issues. We all got responsibilities. And it's not just because you can't handle your responsibility does not mean you need to take advantage, scam and steal from other people, damage their, leave their homes damaged because you started work or did work incorrectly and then left it a mess. I don't feel bad for him. Now, he should have been crying, but it didn't, obviously, he didn't feel bad enough because he done did it again after he didn't scam that woman and saw how it happened. He still went and kept on with his foolishness. Oh, no, these are two different people. I oh, apologize I for the miscommunication. Say. No, um, no, this isn't Chandler. Um, oh. I think the most Chandler has is like a DUI and he has little petty scams because I asked the cop too, how often do the people come back and like, you know what, I'm going to pay you back. You got me in trouble? Because I'm like, this man knows I work home alone. He knows where I live. He has my number. He has my email. He was like, trust me, I've been doing this for 27 years. These kind of criminals, you, they're, it's rarely do they come back. He said it's usually yeah. violent crimes and stuff like that where people are like, oh, okay, you told on me. So now I'm going to come back and finish, which is terrifying. But no, no, no. This was, he was just telling me about contractor, tra- contract frauds that happen all the time. And a lot of times it's big bucks. So you really have to be careful. Um, mm-hmm. Here's a little quick little uh, recommend. He said, never give somebody 50% of the job. He said, real contractors, and this is for the law, you can give 10% of what the job costs and what materials will cost. If somebody's asking you for money before they finish a job, no, he was just giving me all these tips of like how to protect us in the future. And once again, daddy got the pipe. If they have that handle, they're probably not legit. 
which I told my husband that, and I told the cops, and we were all laughing about it. So that was the guy's cash app handle that he got the pipe. And I was like, doesn't sound legit to me, but anyway, okay, I'm digressing. This is becoming about Chandler, but what are y'all doing for Thanksgiving? (laughs) I am likely, um, I'm sorry, brain fog. I'm likely staying at the house most of the time and then going to the in-laws for the other portion of it um mother-in-law is off that day so definitely gonna spend time with her but nothing too crazy or different low-key things I, I think that's one of the things i like about thanksgiving is because thanksgiving can be low-key it can it's just there's no if i feel like there's i mean there are some expectations for thanksgiving like people want good food but as long as the food is right the company is good. It's like it could be a small gathering. It could be a large gathering. But the two things have to be the food and the people. And the, But the, like with Christmas, there's like so much more I feel like that's needed or people are expecting. You got to get gifts. You is this and that. But I love Thanksgiving. I feel like it's a little low, lower key than Thanksgiving. I mean, than Christmas. And, and it's just, it to me, it's just like, the epitome of fall, and then also it's like fall Christmas at the same time because I love a Christmas movie during Thanksgiving weekend. I love to be doing some preliminary Christmas shopping or looking during Christmas. I mean, during Thanksgiving, people don't like to encroach on Thanksgiving. I don't mind. I love it all. I feel like it's just one one just giant happy time. Sabrina, I do have a question for you. Working from home. Do they do any, like, how do they, like, for holidays and things like that, how do they recognize or is there, is it not recognized or how do they do those type of things like working from home? Uh, Pretty similar to how it's done when you're not working from home because even though my company has 300,000 employees, um, not a lot of them aren't working from home. A small percentage of where I work is people who work from home. So a lot of things are the same. Are you asking if it feels different? Because it's like, oh, I'm on vacation and I'm home. I'm working and I'm home. Well, because like a lot of companies may do like a Thanksgiving lunch or like a those type of things. Well, great question because I'm actually in charge of my team's holiday party. Okay. Let's go. We are doing a secret Santa. So I got all of their addresses and someone on another team is going to like assign the person. So they'll get an email with the beautiful holiday card with the instructions and that person's address. And they're going to send a gift to their house that represents that person's strength, but we're not going to open it until we're all on camera. And um, a lot of people on my team, I shouldn't say this part, but it's true, are into like holiday mocktails or maybe not mocktails. I'm going to be on the mocktail vibe. Mm -hmm. So we'll have a portion where people say their favorite mocktail recipes and we'll do similar things that you would do in the office. Um, I know in the past things that our supervisors have done is like, I'll get a package, like a text FedEx to send you this. And I'm like, I didn't order anything. And then it'll be like a beautiful cookie arrangement. And it's like, hey, we're just thinking about you. Stuff like that. So they really strive to do the same sort of things that you might get in an office, whether that's the random surprises or a virtual holiday party, or if they're doing a meal for everybody, then yours is DoorDash. So they try their best. 
Yeah, I like that they still try and didn't just be like, oh, we're not all physically together. Y'all good. I love that they still make an effort and that they uh, still care enough to like still build that camaraderie. I'll tell you guys how we, you know, Sabrina and Evie obviously know we've all worked together, but um, some of you all may not know. Uh, our job, we have a Thanksgiving meal. Sometimes it is catered. Well, really only because of COVID times they were catered. This year we were back to the um, potluck. The The job usually provides the meat and asks the staff to provide the sides and the, uh, the, sides and the desserts. Um, and then there's usually like a little program or a little something, something. And um, I saw this um, meme on social media this week that was like, dear job. We do not want to do a potluck. We don't like eating people's food and um, sign whatever employees. And I 100% agree. I do not love a potluck, especially not at work. With friends, I feel a little more comfortable because I know my people. But some of these people at work, I'm just not confident if you have Fido on your clothes when you're coming into work, how do I not know that Fido's clothes, uh, Fido's hairs and things will not be in the food? I just am like, you know, you see people in the bathroom not washing their hands. How, you know, I just can't trust the foods at the potluck. So I'm not a potluck person, but there are people like that really enjoy potluck. I actually talked to like one of my coworkers. She was like, I love this time. We get to try new things and da, 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 da. And that's my problem. I don't like to try new things when I'm not sure of the maker of the new things. Are y'all into the potlucks or not? Surprisingly, I was into the work potlucks when I was there, but I feel like I, I sound like I'm bragging, but I feel like God has also brought, blessed me with the spirit of discernment. So. <laughs> A tenacious spirit and a spirit of discernment. And I could look at a dish and be like, no, that probably has cat hair in it. Or just look at the person and be like, mm, I've seen them leave the bathroom without washing their hands. It's a no for me. So I kind of went with where I knew it was safe. And I had no problem being like, oh, what did you make? <laughs> what did mm-hmm. you make? So that was another thing that just helped like, okay, I'm going to go where I'm comfortable. Same thing with church. I was always down for the potlucks, especially as a kid. It was just like, it felt, I don't know, something about it felt like, feels like home and just feels more familiar and sweet than the catered meals. EB, are you team potluck or team not? I am definitely team not um, just because just don't really trust everybody. And um, I'm similar to you, but I would say similar to both of y'all, just having a sense of discernment and watching how people move in. Now, granted, people can be horrible at home and great at work, and people can be great at work and horrible mm, um, at home. And I say that only because you hear, like, even for some for some people, and I know, like, I don't, don't want to make it go too left, but even with divorces, right, you hear people saying, well, the way that they treated people at work or this, that, and the third was totally different than the way they treated family at home. And it's like, dang, that sucks. Or you see videos of just, like, you know, yeah, well, you, you smile at so-and-so at the job every day, but you come home to me and you all frustrated and angry and you going left at the whole family. And so you would never really, I guess, officially know until you start seeing how they, like you see, I guess you could say, uh, pictures or photos or videos of their workspace or their home space, I would say, workspace as in what they're clicking at to know what's really going on. But I also, I'm not really big on new things. So I kind of, I like what I like and I roll with that. Um, and that's why people saw me at our 
Thanksgiving work luncheon the other day, you really only just saw a whole bunch of meat and some macaroni and cheese from the homie Sharika. Um, but I don't really try new things. Appreciate it, friend. Then the homie Lo- um, Lois, she had some collard greens that was real good, and I just trusted I didn't her. See that. Yeah, she it was busting, and I trusted that likely. And I know some people y'all gonna probably think of me differently, uh, but that's between you and God. But I I saw collard greens, and I was like, oh, this is from a melanated person, so I'm definitely trying this. Um, so yeah, that's all I really had. I didn't have nothing extra. I know I know my peoples, and I, I roll with that. So for anybody else who may listen to this podcast who work with us, hey. Maybe next time. Probably not. You mean don't don't you know it's you know it's a definite not. <laughs> yeah, I I I only yeah. If I know the person, I'd be like yeah. And and at our job, they'll do they do put like the name of who made and what the dish is. It's interesting when you see like two dishes that are the same and they look totally different. Like they like I'm just gonna use mac and cheese because I don't really want to use what I did see. Um, I think so. If they're like, "Oh, mac and cheese," and then one is like, "Why it just looks crazy," and then one, the next one to it, it looks like, "Oh, this looks like the mac and cheese I'm used to seeing." And then I was like, I felt bad at the end when like certain people's dishes were like still full, and I was like, "Oh, no one tried theirs." But overall, I think the effort is great. People, I don't, I don't mind new things if it's like you know you know like you're at a restaurant or something or you're like oh this person's a great cook so anything they make I'll try but at work when you don't know these people like that and like Evie said they seem cool at work but you don't really know how they are yeah I um don't really like that and there is a part of me that's like a little bit of a I don't know if this is conspiracy or um I don't know what the word is, but like leery. So at our job, sometimes like this has nothing to do with the potluck, but sometimes you'll go downstairs and there'll be a free table like, oh, somebody had a cake or I had a party and there'll just be leftover cake. Have any of you all ever felt like, how do I know that somebody ain't over here trying to poison us? Has anybody ever thought about that? Like the leftover random food that just be down there. Does, has Have y'all ever thought of that? No. I mean, people were annoying because lack of professionalism, lack of integrity, lack of lack of authenticity, but not like trying to kill anyone. <laughs> I'm just like, how do we know this ain't a disgruntled person? And I was like, I'll fix you all. I can't stand it here. People, you know, there's always I don't you know, well, I won't say there's always, but I'm just saying like you always hear on, you hear on the news like, oh, I thought Johnny was so great. Johnny was so and then he came into work and was going crazy. See, I always be thinking about that. But anyway, that's neither here nor there about the Thanksgiving. I just thought about that random thing. But before as or on the t- Thanksgiving topic, I did want to do uh, um, some Thanksgiving trivia to see if you guys know some things. But also I wanted to talk about what we were, what you all are thankful for in 2022. It has been a year, but it's almost over. And I wanted to know, have you guys, do y'all have any things that you're thankful for this year? Let's go top yeah, three definitely. things. All right, Evie. Uh, top three things. Um, So, oh, top three things definitely for gut health. I continue to just improve in my health. And I'm not even talking about like the weight loss goals and stuff like that, but just what God has been doing in the um, I guess we say by eggs or alopecia that I'm dealing with definitely. And I would say this, this is not in an order, please people, but I would mm-hmm. say my health and my life. Um, definitely. I would say, um, my relationship, um, of course with God and with my wife, 
um, to be able to celebrate three years. And according to statistics, and I don't always pass into statistics, but some people say that those that, that first three or the first five or something like that are the toughest. And that's usually the likelihood of divorce. So exceeded that um, those odds and, you know, plan on continuing to exceed that for the next hundred years together. And I would say the third thing probably would be uh, my community of friends um, that continue to hold me accountable. And um, I would say pray for me. Like I know some people and I'm not saying people are literally alone. Like I know there are people in the world that are alone. But like when I hear stories of people um, and how their friends treat them and one specifically of I think some of us seen the situation that happened in Mexico with Shaquilla, a young lady from Charlotte to go to go to Mexico with a group of friends to get in a fight. Um, people video recording the fight in the hotel room or in the air in the room. I was like, I don't know. It probably wasn't an Airbnb, but in the room. Um, and then for you to fly back home a day early without your friend mm-hmm. um, and then lie to a family member and say, oh, she passed away from alcohol poisoning only for autopsies to say otherwise that it was a broken neck and spine injuries that caused her death. Um, like, I don't know how, I know people have whatever beef they have and I'm not, I'm not saying one, I would say I wouldn't kill nobody, but, um, I, I just don't understand what would lead someone to do such a heinous crime and or a heinous act to another human being. I just can't fathom that. Um, so the, the community that God lets me do life with and the friends that I have, I can't see that happening. I know some people say you never know your friends or you never know their true intentions. Um, but what my sense of, um, knowledge of the people I mm-hmm. do life with and the spirit of wisdom and discernment that God has blessed me with. I just don't think that's happening to me. Now, I could be wrong because, and I say that only because we see what Judas did to Jesus and he was one of the ones who kicked it with him. Um, but yeah, that's, that's some of the few things. And I would say hopefully early next month, um, it'll be something else that I'll be thankful for. But because of family, um, confidentiality, I can't share that yet. But I also will say, no, my wife is not pregnant. So go ahead and get that out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get that a lot, E.B.? I do. And I just be looking at people like, why? Like, you ain't gonna, you never going to babysit my child. You be asking me, like, what are we going right. to have You ain't going to babysit my kid. You, I don't want no money from you. Like, I ain't going to never, you, you probably ain't going to never touch my baby. So why are you asking me when I'm going to have a baby? Don't ask I don't me. even want your advice. At all. Like, your kids don't even like you. Like, and, cause right. I, and I know that because I talk to your kids. Like, you know, those Dang. type of situations. Oh, That's crazy. That is crazy. That is crazy. Evie, I feel like I'm pretty much thankful for a lot of the same things you're, you're thankful for. I would say I'm very thankful for um, the Lord and my continued walk with the Lord. And, like, I love that God is there, that it's like relationships with anybody or anybody that you really care about. Um, you know, as long as you think, oh, you've, you're, you've known this person for so long or whatever, but you, as you know people and get to know people, people, like there's more and more to find out. And that's how I feel about God, like just learning new things about the Lord and, and, and seeing my walk with the Lord change, um, specifically over this year. Um, has been one of the things I'm really thankful for. It has not been the easiest time, but it, but it really shows me who the Lord is through your difficult moments. So I'm so grateful for, uh, the Lord and my walk with the Lord and just how God has been good and faithful. Um, grateful for my family. Um, grateful for 
the loving, wonderful family that I came from, and also the wonderful, loving, great family that I've married into, and the wonderful man that I married. Um, I am truly grateful for that. And I'm grateful for great friends and people that God has placed in my life to laugh with, cry with, celebrate with, turn up with, do all the things with, and people that you really do, really do become almost like family or more like family to you. So I'm so grateful for that. Um, The Lord has been good. Life is pretty good. And so those are the things that I am really thankful for. Do I have a bonus? I feel like I should have a bonus because I had the same ones that EB had. Um, (laughs) Something random. Oh, you know what I am thankful for? Making, having one full year in my house. I'm happy for that. Over, It's been over a year in my house and I'm excited about that. And it, it is becoming more and more like home. And so I'm excited about that. And it's beautiful, Sharika. You're doing a good job in there. Thank you. <laughs> I will say... um I'm thankful for the way that I have grown professionally. I have definitely found a stride and this is going to sound like a backhanded comment, but it's really not. I'm thankful that I've grown out of this idea that I need to be loyal to a organization or a company or even a supervisor, a boss, whatever. I know EB doesn't believe in saying bosses because that allows me to take advantages of opportunities that the Lord is leading me to. And that sometimes, you know, if you do have those other kind of things that can be roadblocks, it will keep you from that. Like, for example, right now, love the team that I'm on doing a great job. Another opportunity in my same organization that has opened up and I was talking to my husband about it. And I was like, I don't know if they offer this to me. And I keep telling them, are you sure you want me? And they keep giving me interviews and they keep saying, no, we want to keep moving forward in the process with you. And he's like, why wouldn't you? And I was telling him, well, just got a new boss. The team is going to need me to do this. We do this project. But it's like, no, like this could be good for you. And it's okay for you to move in the direction that would be good for you. That is okay. And me being like, you know what? You're right. And I'll just tell my team bye. And guess what? They'll replace me and they'll be fine. So I'm glad that I'm like really stepping into that in my 30s because now I'm like, okay, when the future continues to open doors that are good for me, I'll continue to take advantage of them with no guilt or shame. So that's exciting. I, of course, am thankful for my family and our relationship with my husband. Evie, thank you for sharing that statistic. I didn't know it was three years. I've always heard of the seven-year itch. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to see what's popping at seven years. But I didn't hear about the three to five year thing. But I can see how that could make sense. Um, In our case, uh, that's not really happening. What I'm going to say is not really happening because we dated for almost four or five years before we got married. But it would make sense to me that people who aren't living together or whatever, it takes time to get to know people. I remember telling a former boss, I was like, okay, we'll be friends in like five years. And everyone was laughing. And I was like, no, legit. And it took five years for me to be like, okay, I asked with you. You know what I'm saying? So that statistic makes sense. But same thing over here. I'm thankful that we're just living our happy life, going strong. And a third thing that I would be thankful for, hmm, it's not that I'm not thankful for things. I'm just trying to think of something that's not like so basic and obvious. Um, but I am thankful for the basic obvious things like my health, the Lord's provision, the Lord's faithfulness, 
for sure. I'm thankful for my caravan. And the way I've heard a pastor that I really respect, and he's a phenomenal speaker, say, uh, Dr. Platt, he talked about like, you should have a caravan, you should have people that are in front of you that you are mentored by you should have people that you do life alongside with and you should have people that your mentor ring. And I have all those three. So I feel very blessed and full. I have a professional mentor because my job has a corporate mentorship program and Tracy shout out to you girl. She is amazing. Love my uh, professional mentor, but I have so many spiritual mentors. I have people I do life alongside and my former small group, I'm saying former because like everybody moved away. So I'm going to have to get a new one eventually. But um, I still do life with those people. And I'm thankful for the people that I'm still able to mentor because I learned a lot from them too. So good question, Sharika. All right. So I have some Thanksgiving trivia that I thought would be fun and a little educational. Maybe y'all know some of these answers. Um, so I, I have a question. How long did the first Thanksgiving last? One day, two days, or three days? Wasn't mm-hmm. it like three? Because it was like a day of like, I don't, not a granted, they probably ate every day. I don't know if it was fasting, but I think it was pretty <laughs> only because it was like, we brought everything, had conversations, then we shared, on the, not specifically this way, guys, please don't quote me. We were like share day two and then divided it up on the, on, on day two, shared stuff and then day three, divided up or vice versa. But I think it was three. I want to three. say three, kids. Three feels Y'all about right. correct. It is number. three. Yay. It is three. Now, I don't know, like EB, I don't know what was happening on each day. He's, he knew a little more than me, but it was three days. I heard it that Which, way. Now, granted, you hear stories in People be lying. So, okay, which uh, which of the following was not served at the Pilgrims' Thanksgiving meal? The turkey. I'm not. I I'm gonna give you options. Oh, I thought it was Jeopardy. My bad. No, no I'm gonna give you options. Was it okay? Number one would be cranberries, corn, and mashed potatoes. Number two would be rabbit, chicken, wild turkey, and dried fruit. And number three would be venison, fish, and goose. Which was not served at the Pilgrim Station. I'm going with A, even though I think I'm wrong. I like that venison. Mm. Maybe I'm just hungry again, but <laughs> sounds like a, a, a move. EB is correct. Number one was cranberries, corn, and mashed potatoes was not served at the Thanksgiving. So rabbit, well, chicken, no wild turkey, dry fruit. Venison, fish, and goose. I don't know if we're oh, no. I got the I question it, wrong. I thought you were saying what fruit. was served. Oh, Dang sorry. It. It's okay. I wasn't listening well. So I guess I'm like, all this is meat except for the dry fruit. That's the only like non-meat thing that they had. Well, I'm, I'm not going to say that they had. That's on this list. There might have been more things that was not uh, mentioned. Approximately, approximately, how many turkeys are eaten each year on Thanksgiving? In the United States, 1 million, 280 million, 500 million. 280. Sabrina, do you have a guess? Yeah, I'm going to stick in the middle with EB, 280 million. I wonder if it's in a million. I'm going to go with B. Yeah. I'm going to stick with B. You are correct. It is 280 million turkeys approximately that are eaten. We got like 300 million people. Uh, which southern state was the first to adopt Thanksgiving Day in nineteen in eighteen fifty five? South Carolina, Virginia, or Georgia? South Thanksgiving, Virginia. Eb, I'm sorry, you're wrong, Sabrina. You are correct with Virginia. 
Where's the lost city at? Roanoke? Where's that? Oh, that's in Virginia. Virginia. Yeah, so that makes sense. Y'all are so smart. Y'all be know. I I lived in Virginia and didn't even know that. <laughs> um, what utensil was not used by the pilgrims to eat Thanksgiving dinner? Is it a or one a knife, two a fork, or three a spoon? A spoon. Yeah. They're well, saying a fork, just... and I don't know oh. why. Maybe they a ate fork. What they said they did not have a fork, so maybe they used their hands. Because I was going to say, with that meat, you ain't got a fork. But then, hey, some people eat. Use a lot knife? Of just, yep. They, you just need to cut the meat or rip the meat and then just eat with your hands. So I guess there yeah. you go. Um, which president is believed to be the first to pardon a turkey and start the annual tradition? Is it number one, President Lincoln in 1863, President Roosevelt in 1939, or President Truman in 1947? What was A and B again? Lincoln, 83. I mean, 1863. Yeah, I know Truman. What was the other two? Roosevelt, Roosevelt in 1939 or Truman in 1947. I don't think it was Lincoln. I'm going to go with Roosevelt. Hmm. Hmm. I really, I'll just say Truman to be different because I don't know. But you're right. Truman it was. What is a baby turkey called? A chick, a nestling, or a poult? A pullet, P-O-U-L-T. So I don't know how you say it. Pult, like a little nestling. It reminds me of Nestle's chocolate. So I'm <laughs> going to say nestling. That I have no idea. I don't know this one, but I'll go with C. It is It is a pult or a pult, whatever. Oh, P-O-U-L-T. That is, a, is a, that is what a baby turkey is called. I'm just thinking of have- poultry or chicken, and then they added the T to be funny <laughs> to, for turkey, because chicken and turkey look the same if you ain't paying attention that hard. That, I mean, that's a good guess. I have two more two more to go. It has been estimated that how many, okay, it's a percentage. How many Americans eat turkey at Thanksgiving? Is it 88%, 50%, or 75%? This is an estimate of how many Americans eat turkey. I'm going to go 70. Eight, uh, 88, 80, 50, 88. or 75? I'm going to go 88. 50. They're saying 88%. Yeah. We ain't got that many vegans and vegetarians in this world. And I know, some but people, people really be liking turkey. They only do it on Thanksgiving, though. Like, nobody, uh, like me, I, like, if you catch me eating turkey December to October, it's a shocker. But I'm usually never, one, you're not going to the store to go get, well, I ain't going to say you're not. I'm not going to the store to go get turkey. Like, I'll do steak, I'll do, well, I'll do different types of beef, and I'll do chicken all day. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm not doing turkey. I only really eat it in November. And sometimes I do it in December because it's part of just part of our family meals, but I usually never eaten it except for that one. Um, pretty much. Yeah. I don't, I, I like, I like turkey with a lot of gravy. I need a lot of gravy. I like, because I don't want no dry meat, but I like it, but yeah, I don't really eat it any other time. So it's good in the holiday season. Um, and last question, a full grown turkey has about how many feathers? Is it 1 million? Is it 250,000? Or is it 350,000? Yeah, that many? That's what I'm thinking. Oh, sorry. I lied, y'all. Let me, let, let I was like, what? Let me, sorry, it was 250,000 or 3,500. Those are the options. So A, 1 million. B, oh, 250,000. C, 
Yeah, I'm going with 3,500. Those other ones sound way too crazy for me, which I could be wrong. That wouldn't be the first time, but that just sounds wild. Yeah, I'm going to have to stick with Evie this time. Yes, you are correct. It is 3,500, but that is still a lot of feathers. 3,500 feathers is a fully a fully grown turkey has that many feathers. I still, I wouldn't, I mean, turkeys are big, but they're not that big. But then again, they do have the little feathers, not the big plume. So that's our Thanksgiving trivia today. I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, I hope you all have lots of things to be thankful for. Hopefully you're with good friends or family or, or doing whatever makes you thankful. Whether if, if that's being by yourself watching movies or going out and doing something, whatever makes you thankful and happy. I hope that's what y'all are doing this Thanksgiving. Um, Sabrina, do you have a quote today? It's from a song my family makes me sing every year at Thanksgiving. It's so embarrassing. I think like my one of my elementary school classes sang it. And now like I have still have to sing it every Thanksgiving meal. But the first line, it, it kind of hits. And it says, to the gift to be simple, to the gift to be free, to the gift to come down where we ought to be. And when we find ourselves in the place just right, we will be in the valley of love and delight. I think this song is talking about just embracing like the simple things in life that we can be thankful for, including the things about yourself that you might take for granted. And in this season, it's a great little reminder. I will be singing it on the Zoom call with my side of the family again. And I thought, why not share it with the kickbackers? We'll probably hop on to uh, the book quotes again next week when we're back to our regular scheduled programming but yes tis a gift to be simple remember that you don't have to complicate your life you can take it in a stride just as it is eb what are you expounding on today i am expounding on the craziness of this world now i won't go through every um nitty-gritty detail of what's going on but these are just a few of the things that have been on i would say my heart, my mind. And I'm just like, why is this even a thing? What's going on in this world? How can we change it? Um, I mentioned a little bit of it earlier of the young lady who um, passed away or was killed and murdered um, with her by some, allegedly her friends um, while on a trip in Mexico. I look at uh, the new owner of Twitter who has a crazy mass layoff only to realize a lot of the stuff that he wants to accomplish was part of the people who he laid off um, and then gave a crazy mandate that some of you who are working from home, you need to come back because I need you here and be ready to work long, crazy hours because well, I think the the act, it was be ready to wrong work long hours and um, I guess intensity or intense productivity. Um, And so then of course you had a lovely mass layout from that, type of leadership where people was just like, I'm not dealing with this. And now he's trying to backtrack on some of his ways with things. We have um, states continuing to find ways to get rid of history. And I didn't read all the details, um, but it is rumored that um, Virginia is trying to take away MLK from all of their curriculum um, moving what? forward, starting in 2024 and 2025. Now, granted, I did a quick research on it and it was like it's parts of it or certain grades where they're trying to not teach it but i'm just thinking what happens for a kid who comes from 
a Caribbean country or South America or or a Europe nation or the, on the continent of Africa or Australia or somewhere in Asia. And they get here in middle school and, oh, you're supposed to learn that in third grade. And now they will never know the history of MLK. And it's just wild that that's even a thing or even a conversation um, in our school system. But, you know, that's part of people pushing narratives of, you know, this is what certain parties are trying to do. Um, part of my mind is going crazy on the recent announcement of former president to run for re-election and him and our current governor in Florida going back and forth. And I know we talked a little bit about that um, last week, but then also just to see after the House officially took over um, Congress, the official Twitter site um, for our lovely Congress or the House of Republicans, I would say, um, tweeted, where is Hunter Biden's laptop? And it's like we have one party who is seems to be infatuated with a former president. And we have another party who seems to be infatuated with the son of a current president. And it's like, why do we play these games with these lovely politicians? And it's just frustrating for me as a taxpaying citizen and as a voting American to see our government continue to be what I would consider in shambles. Um, I would hope that somebody can get it together and I don't know, just fix something. And it's a lot of other stuff that's just going on. Um, the Kyrie Irving situation still frustrates me. Hopefully he'll be playing wow. next week. But when you have an owner say, oh, I don't think he have any hate or any anti-Semitic bones in his body. And the commissioner of the NBA says the same thing. And then it's still, oh, but you're still suspended until you meet with this group and that organization and this thing and that thing. And it's like, why would I have to meet with somebody if you told me that you don't sense anything in me? Like, what type of games are we playing? Um, and to see that these same type of, I guess you could say, actions were not taken by Phoenix Suns owner um, Rob Sauber when he called females B's and H's, when he had explicit comments towards them, when he called black people or others the N-word. Um, he still continued. Now, he's getting forced to sell his team, but he wasn't. Hey, you need to go meet with the NAACP. Exactly. Or you need to go meet with the Black Caucus in Congress. Like, and it's just like it's funny how leaders um, do certain things. And I, I picked the NBA specifically because it's people who are part of the same organization. I know there's other realms of things that have happened in the world where there's inconsistent behavior. But when you have a leader just inconsistent, and in this case, um, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, it's frustrating to just see those things play out, especially when it deals with minorities within this country. Um, there's countless other things that's just going on in the world. And I just want to encourage you, especially this holiday season, whether it's Thanksgiving, whether it's Christmas, whether it's New Year's, take time to relax and enjoy the people who are around you because this world continues to be in shambles. And yeah, that's it. Just take time to relax. Mm -hmm. I want to expound on just your expounds a little bit. Um, I know they have that phrase, keep your friends closer and your enemies closer. And I would encourage you to not keep your enemies far from you. Keep your frenemies far from you. It won't do you any good in life. I was heartbroken when I heard about the young lady went to Mexico with her friend and her supposed best friend. And she didn't come back because she was killed. And they lied to her family and said, you know, oh, alcohol poisoning. And then the video came out of one friend beating her up and the other friend recording it being like, Hey, you should fight back. And she just says, no, I mean, she had a broken spine in the autopsy cracked um, skull in some places. And I just can't imagine that happening. 
tit someone I love. I can't imagine it happening to her, even though I did not volunteer to see the video. I was scrolling and the video played and I was like, what is this? And then I read about this story, but it just broke my heart because I remember working with young people and they talk about their quote unquote friends who are clearly not friends. If someone's jealous hearted or anything, ask the Lord to give you wisdom and discernment. Get those people out of your life. And certainly don't travel with those people because what you're going to find when you're on your deathbed, if God blesses you to live 90, 80, 70, whatever years, you're not going to like be like, oh, I'm so glad I kept those people who brought nothing to my life, who couldn't be happy for me, who couldn't encourage me. I'm so glad I kept them in my life. It's, you're just not going to have that thought. So cut, cut them loose. That's it. And it's another one I will also say, as you cut people loose, please, please, please do your best to check in on family. Um, it was another devastating story that I saw uh, while just browsing the lovely internet of or the lovely app of Instagram where a father, um, I'm not sure if it was father or grandfather, but a, an individual had a heart attack, um, wasn't seen for the past month, but also two-year-old son or grandson, um, a two-year-old in that care um, passed away as well because of starvation. Um, so it's just like, like, even if it's like, oh, I got family beef, but like somebody could have, I'm, I'm assuming, right? I'm just, uh, this is an assumption. I don't know all the details, but according to records or the autopsy, passed away from a heart attack, but was last seen alive a month prior. So even if it's a neighbor, even if it's a relative, just check in on your people because I can't fathom the rest of the family um, on their mourning and their grief during this time. Or I don't know all the details of the mother or a, a, another sibling or a cousin or of that two-year-old even, but to pass away to starvation. And I would say to pass away from starvation in this country because it happens everywhere. Like there's kids who are malnourished all across this world who don't make it to the age of five. And it's unfortunate, especially how much we will be throwing away this week at Thanksgiving. Um, and there's other people who still try to figure it out day to day. But just just check in on your peoples. It's important. So with that being said, is there anything you guys have to recommend to the people? I do have a recommend. Um, also, I do want to add those. It, we have a lot to be thankful for, but there are some sad and tough things going on in this world. And we just have to be in prayer for these people, for our country, for leaders. Like people say that, but like it's no, we really like need to because it's a lot of things going on and people really need the Lord. So we got to remember to do that. Um, my recommend is now I'll preface this by saying I do not really drink like that. I'm not like, I, I just, I'm not into the alcohol, <laughs> but I thoroughly enjoyed watching Drink Masters on Netflix. And I need, I wanted to recommend that to you guys. It's, it's like almost like uh, the baking show or like a cooking show. It's like all these uh, mixologists that come together and, you know, they're in a competition to win money or whatever. But, you know, they make drinks based on themes and this and that. And it was so interesting. And, and, all the things that go into it, because I'm, like I said, I'm not really into it, but just the creativity, but also like, like the science, the, even there's like cooking and things that is involved. It was just very cool to watch. So I watched Drink Masters on Netflix and I would recommend that to you guys as well, especially if you're into like cooking challenges or baking shows or things like that. It's in that same vein, and it was very interesting. So that is my recommend. 
My recommend is a, um, I would say, depending on how you grew up, it's probably a very common movie um, that many of us who are listening may have seen before, but I have not seen it in forever. But I am recommending that you guys go to a throwback that was released in 1997. And the name of this movie is Soul Food where um, it basically just talks about how one person can keep a family together. And when that one person is gone, a family can be torn apart. Um, And I'm not going to talk about it on here, but I will say this, please, 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 please do me one favor, everybody, just because it's interesting. And I don't want to give my take on here because um, yeah, people just be judging for no reason, but look up, Daughter gives, because I'm pretty sure if you Google it, it'll pop up. Daughter gives tribute to dad at funeral. Mm. I've never seen something like this before in my life where somebody berates. Well, I guess I am giving a take on it. Um, somebody's, well, let me take it back. I won't say berates. Somebody speaks truth of their experiences to someone at their funeral. That is not the norm. Because sometimes I've been to funerals where people will say an individual is promoted to glory or this person is in a better place. And I'm like, this person treated people terribly. And we all know this because we've seen it and we witnessed it together. So why are we in this church lying about this person's life and their attitude and their, I guess, impact on this world? So this young girl did what she did. And I say young girl, 19, but she just did a she did a tribute to her dad in the way that she thought was best for people to know how she felt. And she's staying 10 toes down. I always recommend people to do. Um, so, yeah, I would say, hey, stay close to your family and do what you can to not make sure your family is torn apart while you're alive and or in your death. So I'm recommending Soul Food to the people. It's a beautiful movie and I hope you enjoy it. You know, I'm going to watch it because I can only remember bits and pieces of it. So I need to do a throwback from that. I remember the soundtrack was everything when I was a kid. I, I was um, thinking about the soundtrack too. Yes. yes. So good. Uh, I'm wondering, I'm curious if there is a poll. Is it better to say nothing if you have nothing nice to say? I'm curious. About how I think it just depends. Don't let me speak at no funeral because even for me, I... I like at my mother's funeral, I didn't really take, I don't feel like I took shots at people, but it was definitely some people like my mother's and my dad still goes there. So I would say, or I would say the church that I grew up in and the church that my mom and dad went to and the church that my dad still goes to. And I go to occasionally when I'm in town. Um, they basically tried to tell me how to run the funeral um, and tell me what my mother wanted after definitely speaking to her kids about what she wanted and what she didn't want and who she did want to speak and who she didn't want to speak. So for us as a family had to make an executive decision to not let her current pastor speak at the time because she didn't want him speaking. Um, now me and my mom, we used to always beef about that with my dad of like, if you don't feel like you're being shepherded or pastored properly, then go somewhere else. Um, but that was, you know, loyalty and people do crazy things at times. Um, so I, from the lovely pulpit of that funeral, definitely, spoke my piece um, because it was a whole bunch of other misconstrued and lies being shared about how the family was treating the church, so to speak. So I was like, this is a place to do it in front of everybody where I ain't got to beat around the bush. So I don't think it was anything negative or harsh or ill that I said, but I know some people were fully receptive of the comments in that space. So to mm. I can understand for sure if you're not going to have another time to address those people because I'm all about let's I'm let's address it face to face 
preferably that I will definitely give a phone call um, or something that is serious enough for that, for that, that I'm like, Hmm, I'm trying to think of a situation like my biological dad, I didn't raise me. He might as well be a Walmart greeter in my mind. Granted, I have met him several times. You know, he's on my Facebook. But I'm like, huh? I've never really thought about if I would go to Sprinter or not. Right now, today, I'm feeling like it's a no because we just, I don't have that relationship. And I'm sure my siblings on that side would be like, how dare you? But I also don't have that relationship with you guys. So it wouldn't really impact me. But I couldn't see myself going just to be like, hey, you were a deadbeat dad. Like, what? I'm just <laughs> like, why would I? Yeah. I, but I don't know that. her situation. I haven't read it, so I just need to mind my own. But I can't wait to watch it. I will send it to you. <laughs> you sent okay, it to us, Evie, but for whatever reason, I couldn't watch it earlier, but I just looked it up again, and I did find it this time because when I tried to look at the video you sent, it said it was unavailable. I said, okay, I guess they took it down, but I did find it oh, okay. when I Googled woman bashes her father. I do like the ones where the people will bash the audience members like stop crying she hated you you were a friend of me you owe her $60 you can run that I love those because it's like you you showed up here so you brought this on yourself (laughs) 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 let me get to my recommend so we can get off okay I am recommending Thanksgiving cards hear me out I know y'all like Sabrina this doesn't even come out till Saturday before Thanksgiving we have two seconds you can do a text, you can do an email, even a call is nice, but people are eating with their family, so they might not pick up. I just feel like we do Christmas, well, I haven't done Christmas cards. Christmas cards go out, Valentine's Day cards go out, but do we have a time where we just are telling the people in our lives that we're thankful for them and why are reaching out to that high school teacher, like Evie talked about a teacher not too many episodes ago that still makes an impact and that sort of thing. It's nice. We don't have to wait until people pass away to do that. So consider sending a Thanksgiving card or a Thanksgiving message to people this year just to be like, I'm thankful for you. And be specific. Don't be like, thanks for the memories. That's for the yearbooks. Okay? <laughs> right? <laughs> Something specific That's for the yearbooks. to these people. It's very, very thoughtful and kind. And I'm actually really looking forward to my little Thanksgiving messages that I'm going to send this year. That is sweet. That is a very thoughtful idea. I do have one more recommend because I've. I, this is a preparation recommend. Hopefully, uh, we're going to talk about Black Panther Wakanda Forever next episode. So I'm recommending that you guys go see it this weekend, next week, in time for our next episode because we won't get into it if we if we decide to go that right, we might get into it. So I want to recommend that you guys go see it, and it's a good movie too. So. I recommend that. All right. There we go. Black Panther. Go check it out. Or Wakanda Forever, however you want to title it. Um, Go check it out. I do have one as we talk about Thanksgiving and things to be thankful or grateful for and a thoughtful approach to how you can share um, your love or your appreciation with others. I have a quote for you guys from the one, the only Anne Frank, where it says, no one has ever become poor by giving. No one has ever become poor by giving. Find ways to give to others in whatever way you can afford. Like it's not always monetarily. I know sometimes people always think that's what it means. Like, let me go get the best gift. Let me go get them the car. Let me go get them the house. Let me go get them this. Let me go get them that. Like you can give her your time. You can give words of encouragement. You can give a note, a card. You can give your presence. Um, presence as in physical presence, not presence as in a gift. 
but like whatever you can give, um, find ways to give back, um, not only for Thanksgiving, but just in general, let it be part of who you are as an individual as you impact this world. As always, if life tries to knock you down, make sure you kick back, eat up.